It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. Thank you guys for joining us. Welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider Podcast your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. Uh, I am joined today. Well, I'm Jeff Franklin, uh, National Accounts Manager for Hidware USA, and I'm joined today by a couple good friends of mine. You've heard of them before. Meg Erber from SNS Activewear. Say hello, Meg. Hey. <laughs> that wasn't delayed at <laughs> Hi. all. Stephen McFadden, you're next. How are you? Stephen McFadden from Perfect Promotions and more. We've got Bill Petrie back with us today, boys and girls. And if you're looking uh, at promoshow.com or on the Promo Corner Facebook page and watching us live, you can see on the screen we've got the legendary Cliff Quicksell with us as well. Cliff, say hi. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me. (laughs) No worries at all. Well, we are brought to you today by promoshow.com. And uh, I don't know if you've seen the news yet, but they've actually got a themed uh, trade show coming up in, uh, in June, June 23rd at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, and to find out more information about that, you can go to promoshow.com and check that out. But you should definitely uh, take a look at that. And Bill, you said that was outdoors themed, correct? It's the great outdoors. The Thank great you for knowing outdoors. that. The great outdoors. Look, if you're looking for some great outdoors promotional product uh, or promotional products, that's definitely the place you want to be. So check that out. Thursday or Tuesday, June 23rd, 11 a.m. Eastern at promoshow.com. And you can go there to get more information as well. So Cliff, we're joined by you today. Can you give us a quick intro to yourself? Not that anybody really needs it, but uh, I think everybody pretty much knows you in the industry. Well, just a quick intro. I'm, <clears throat> I'm the vice president of affiliate marketing and I promote you. I've been there for uh, going on 11 years now. In addition to that, I have my own consulting and speaking practice um, and consulting. So I do that sort of like on the side now based on my bandwidth with I Promote You. But uh, I've been around the industry for about uh, uh, going on 40 years this coming year. So uh, I guess wow. you could consider me- Congratulations. What well, pardon me? I said congratulations. Yeah, I said yes. <laughs> or, or I'm sorry. I don't, I'm I sorry. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've made it through. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so tell us, you know, it, it, like, it, you know, just a, a quick rundown of sort of your history in the industry, like how you got started and sort of just where you've been and uh, sort of your expertise in the industry. Uh, well, I started, I used to work for Anheuser-Busch. It was interesting. I worked for Anheuser-Busch. I had a girlfriend. Uh, whose can, we ex- the- can we explore that history of Anheuser-Busch real quick? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the king of beers. Uh, so I worked there for quite a while, and uh, I met this gal that was in the promo business. She still is, and she might even be on this call. But you know, I was uh, totally in love with her, and uh, quit my job at Anheuser Busch so that I could start uh, uh, helping her grow the business. And about five years later, she actually fired me because she fell in love with uh, uh, this other guy. And um, so I just uh, started my own company. I've been doing that for quite a while. I was with. Uh, Adventures in Advertising for a bit, and uh, I own my own. Actually, I was the CEO of Headwear uh, for several years, and then I left there and started more consulting. And eventually, I wound up at uh, yeah, 
uh, I promote you and have been have been loving it there for the last uh, like I said almost 11 years that's awesome very good. So today's topic, guys, uh, and the reason we brought Cliff in is because he is actually uh, a tremendous brain share in the industry and just has a, a, a phenomenal outside of the box thinking when it comes to, you know, sort of marketing and how to go about that. Uh, I know he does a lot of sort of direct mail pieces. And uh, so we just want to sort of talk about where we're at right now and where direct mailing sort of fits in with our industry and, uh, you know, why that may or may not be important right now with everything that's going on COVID-19 related uh, and just in general. So uh, Stephen, how about we go to you first? Do you have any, any questions in particular about uh, the direct mailing part of what we're doing and uh, for Cliff or for any of the, any of the panelists today? Yeah. So, um, you know, I know with obviously the new, the new business practice that that's going on right now, a lot of people are working from their homes. Um, and, and one of the transitions that we've seen, um, I, I believe it might've been Cliff that mentioned this to me a long time ago that when someone's at a, uh, has an out of office message on, you know, you can always capture the, who that email is being transferred to. So you can build your, you know, your resource database and sales portfolio of, you know, different people that you may be able to contact later. But right now is a really unique time period where you're able to comfortably ask, Hey, where do you live? And people aren't weirded out by it because what you're trying to do is still figure out a way to connect with your customers. So, um, you know, in this current climate, direct mail to, people's homes have been a lot of our approach uh, to continue to stay in front of our customers when they're not on the computer during normal office hours. And um, I've, I've seen lots of close examples. I think you've helped win multiple, multiple pyramids with some of your direct mail pieces and marketing peer, uh, pieces for several different distributors. Um, and, you know, I just love to get your take on how you see that all fitting in Cliff. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like the time to shine right now for direct mail, it feels like. Yeah, I would I would agree. Uh, most people are a little bit more receptive to you uh, asking for their home address as long as you don't ask it like a creep. But um, <laughs> if you, uh, Bill, take notes. Uh, if you, um, like, yeah, I think I think you're right. It, you know, I have an example of uh, one that we we just recently put together this really cool marketing campaign that has five sequential blocks that uh, make almost like a puzzle. And uh, the result, responses that we have been getting, the people that have been taking their pictures and thanking people for thinking of them at this time. <clears throat> and again, the piece is extremely relevant to, you know, making connections and building connections and things of that nature. So yes, I believe that um, anything that you can do to engage a customer uh, is imperative. The, the key is not to give up. You know, you can certainly, I'm getting ready to write an article for Bill, by the way, called there's a difference between giving in and giving up and um, you know, things you can't control, you can't control. But um, so, I mean, I just think persistence and being engaged is, is critical. Well, and if I can jump in, I think, you know, Cliff, you had a good point there. This is one of the areas that historically our industry as, as practitioners, we sell promotional products as an industry. We tell other people how important they are to use. And, and traditionally we really stink at doing it ourselves. And this is a great opportunity to really kind of let's shift that conversation internally within our own organizations, with our own salespeople, and maybe even with ourselves, and utilize promo in a direct mail situation. People love dimensional mail. They, they always do. I, I've told this story a million, million times where, you know, I've sent 
to things in, in things you didn't even know you could mail. If you haven't, I mean, I, I know a story of Rick Green, one of my really good friends, a lot of people know him from Halo Branded Solutions, had used to mail things in a tube of a, uh, it was a, a fish. It was a, a, a translucent fish, but he could mail it. Who's not going to open a fish? And that got results. So, I mean, even if it's as simple as a decorated box, when I get the mail, I don't open the bills first. I open stuff that interests me first. And, and this is a really good opportunity for us in our industry to find things that are dimensional that can be mailed. It doesn't always have to be big and bulky, which means expense. It can be flat. It can, there are a lot of things that can be mailed uh, very, very cost-effectively. And in, in addition to that, Bill, that's a good point. Uh, for your listeners, it doesn't necessarily have to be a promo product either. I mean, the whole idea of engaging folks is uh, really critical. I remember, um, I forget her last name there, but Mary, Bell, Mary um, Ellen Hudica was telling the story once of how she helped uh, her husband at the time create a marketing campaign that engaged corporations to talk to her husband about doing events during the summer, like summer events. So they actually took a watermelon and hand wrote a message on the side of the watermelon and a, put a label on the watermelon and mailed it. Now, I don't know that you could do that now, but nonetheless, I always ask the question, if a watermelon landed on your desk with a message, would you read it? To your point, Bill. And it wasn't a promo product, but it was certainly engaging. I had a group of folks that I, when I was speaking in Canada, took the idea and did that on pumpkins and mailed pumpkins out and said, let us help you pump up your sales in the coming year. And they said they had massive responses to that too. So I think a lot of it has to do about being different than we currently, you know, not being like everybody else, but to your point, Bill, doing things a little bit differently and unique. You have to be creative in this in this whole unique situation that we're in. You have to do something different than everyone else is doing. Sorry, Bill, didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, that's okay. One of the things I like about dimensional mail, especially like a two, I always think in terms of whenever I send something direct mail, I think of how can I get my piece on top? And so that's why I love the fish thing. You can't put flat mail on a fish, it'll roll off, or a tube. You can't put tubes. That's going to be on top. And so that's going to be noticed. So I, I think packaging. So Meg, what were you going to say? I don't even remember. Just about. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No, no, no. It's just all about being. That's why I've been banished from the podcast <laughs> the last three weeks. So the other day I got something in the mail um, from Common Skew, and I was like, "Ooh, what is this?" Actually, I don't even know if I knew, but I finally got it open because I'm a little. I don't challenged. think that was and, one of the first five hundred. No, and <laughs> and it was really it was filled with like really cool stuff, and I I didn't even know it was coming, so it was really really a nice gesture to to have that. But I will say, SNS has been doing these marketing campaigns, these mailers. And I, and I think it's all about trying to be outside the box and be creative. I'm just going to show you this one piece that we did last year, because I personally think it's so amazing. I keep it oh, on my yeah. desk. So we put out, I think it was next level last year, came out with this, um, their festival collection. And we sent out this marketing piece. Let me move my mic. Uh, and it looks like a record. So we're actually advertising it like it's a record. So you pull it out. Oops, sorry. And it has the 32 singles, you know, so it'd be like a record. And then you pull it out and then you actually have a shirt inside. So sending this to our customers, they can actually use it and show their customers just some of the unique ways that they can be, help them be different. But I really thought it was really cool. So I wanted to show that just something different looking outside the box. No, we're not selling records or labels or anything like that, but we so are selling shirts that have high 30 singles, you know, so. This was a little bit before my time, Meg. So could you actually fit 38 singles on a record? 32. 
I don't know. I don't. I don't <laughs> a and B. I did have short a Madonna. I did have a Madonna record though back in the day. I thought it was pretty. pretty Very cool. nice. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah. You, I you thought so too. Be that at some level. Say that again. You mind if I R and D that rip off? Yeah. And that? Yeah, right. I think that'd be really cool. I mean, I'd have to, <laughs> I'd have to ask marketing, but I can definitely uh, see if I can see if you have any extra ones, and I'll send you one, Cliff. So, so I had a, I had a question for you, Cliff, and, and this is, this is the challenge I have, and maybe you can help speak to some of this. But every time I've done a mailing, it's gone so well, right? But I talked to a lot of people who said the same thing, but we don't continue to do them. Um, you know, like we, we do them out of necessity or during slow periods or, um, you know, we, we just did one not too long ago. I, I think Jeff, I might have shown you a picture of this, but we sent a little card that says, you know, working from home sucks because of this new vacuum we just sent you. And it's like this little, you know, uh, desk vacuum. And then see, so yeah, cool. I don't know what day it is until I got this perpetual calendar and it's got this little calendar and it's like, and then it says, and don't look at me. And it's, it's got a little camera cover, you know? So it's like, we were kind of punny with it and we sent it out and it had amazing response. And I thought to myself, I was like, why haven't we been doing this more often? You know, it's yeah. like, we're only doing it in necessity, but they're so effective. And I just, we just, you just have to keep up with it. What do you think the challenges are for people just to do this? Cause they don't hear about people doing it at all. It, sh um, it shows your belief in the products that you're selling too. And I think that's, yeah. you know, we said it earlier, like, you know, we sell promotional products, but we're the worst at actually using promotional <laughs> products to get our point across. And that's what I love so much about the stuff that Cliff and even you guys have just talked about, uh, you know, just in the last couple of minutes, like the fact that you're actually using the products that we sell to show the power of the products that we sell is amazing. Uh, and I, I absolutely love that. Um, and Cliff, I know that we've talked you know, extensively about some of the different uh, campaigns that you've put out there. Uh, you know, even back when you were with Hidware, that was still sort of uh, you were in the mindset of doing that kind of stuff. You know, we talked about cutting the hat in half and sending that out and just saying, you know, we've racked our brains, couldn't couldn't figure out how to do, you know, less than one piece minimum. But you know, this is what we came up with. Let us know what you think about it. <laughs> you know, uh, and it was just sure. absolutely brilliant. I, we use that story all the time, Cliff. So we, you know, we should be sending your royalty check, but. Uh, you know, <laughs> No. So Cliff, walk walk us through as a distributor or a supplier that wants to do a mailer. Like, what's the what's the, the storyboard of this? Like, how do you what do you tell people to to think about when they're about to do this and how to execute? Or well, I mean, look, I mean, each of you have uh, shared an example of things that can be done. I think to your the bigger point to what you asked a minute ago, Stephen, is why don't we when it's successful and we know we get great accolades and as human beings, we love it when we, people go, oh, my God, you were fantastic. I mean, do, why do we stop? That, 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 and here's the thing that's beautiful. Walk a show floor and look at the hundreds of thousands of products that are sitting there. I mean, and I think what happens is people become so overwhelmed with what do you do first? You know, but once you like this thing, I sit there and listen to you about, you know, working from home sucks and you send that back. You know, <laughs> I think that that's brilliant. That is brilliant. So the question is, people think, well, I have to do that only with clients. Why wouldn't you do that with prospects? And if it's okay. successful, why wouldn't you do it? If it's not quite successful, why don't you analyze it and say, why isn't it? Are you interviewing the people that you're sending it to and saying, what did you think about it when you got it? When you received that in the mail, what did you think? What were the positives? What were the negatives? And then take that information, tweak the thing that you're doing and just make it better. It, it does. It's astounding to me astounding to me that people that have success with certain things they stop 
And I personally think as crazy it is, as it sounds, that a lot of people are afraid of success. I agree. I have to agree with you. And I think right now in a time where people's inboxes are being so inundated with email blasts and just people like us that are just actually caring about their customers reaching out. I think doing direct mail right now is just the perfect time. You got to get creative, got to work with your vendors, work with your, you know, if you're an end user, work with your distributors, but come up with something, find out what the end game is. Who is your target audience? What is, what's your end game? Are you trying to get new customers? Are you trying to keep the customers, retain them, trying to just find new avenues and come up with some plan, you know, like a business plan when you're, you're starting a new business. And I think once you can nail down all the targets and what you need to do, then the ideas start coming, you know, reach out to a couple of your top suppliers, your top partners in this industry and see what they have to offer. You can put a little box together like comments you did with a, a mug and pens and I can't wait to use this tomorrow. So I'm just really excited. I saw bill, you were using it. You had a nice slow pour of your whiskey or your bourbon. Just kidding. It was apple juice. <laughs> Just kidding. Why, why, don't, why don't we anticipate things as well? So for yeah. instance, we know there may be situations, for instance, that you won't be able to get people's home addresses, but we know eventually people will be going back. So why wouldn't you do a mug? And why wouldn't you do a creative box that says, I've been waiting for you? Yeah. And when, you, when it lands on their desk, to Bill's point a minute ago, the box is going to be the first thing that people see. If you make it engaging and colorful and, and pop, well, the first thing that somebody sees when they walk back in the office with their stack of mail is this box. I've been waiting here for you. And whatever kind of cool, cool messaging you want to put on it, I think that that's going to be the thing that people remember. So it, it's, it's a great it, idea. Yeah. It's engaging people and staying engaged. Most people are giving up. And that, that I shouldn't say most, but a lot of people just give up. And when now's the time when you should be pushing. So Cliff, I think you touched on something that I think we, we originally stayed away from sending this out earlier than we did. And that's just, I think a lot of people are, are so scared to ask for anything right now. And there was almost this overhype of sensitivity where you felt like you'd be too pushy if you were to ask to help them with a project because of the, you know, people losing jobs and things, but there's still, there's still a, a, a point where you have to, have some sort of call to action in a sensitive way. And I just, I do think that direct mail is a, is a way around that because it's on their time. You know, it is a gift. You know, I think it's, it's a, it's a great way to stay in front of people and be salesy, but without pushiness, you know, if it's more give and then ask later, uh, what do you think that's the reason why a lot of people haven't done anything right now or, or why they are choosing to do it right now? I, I think that there's a, that's a big component. I think a lot of people are a little, they feel like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be asking, you know, for business because God know, knows that, you know, people are struggling right now, you know, and, and there's, there's a fair component to that. But on the other hand there, I, I, here's what I think is that it's important that your customers know that you haven't gone anywhere. Yeah. That you're there. That you're still and, there. Exactly. That pendulum swings back. They're going to want to know that they can depend on people because look, budgets are going to be there. Maybe not at the level that they were, but these people need to get back to work. They need to engage with their customers and what better vehicle to do it than what, what we have. Exactly. And so here's a great opportunity for, again, staying in somebody's face. And it doesn't have to be about salesy. You know, maybe it's a messaging that we're here. We're not going anywhere. We have, 
you know, ample resources, we're, we're poised and ready to go. I think that every one of your listeners, if they're not doing it, should be, first of all, how about sending a direct marketing piece to all your suppliers that have been still behind the game that are still working? I think that's a great idea. And at the same token, look to the suppliers that are offering free spec samples. I know, Jeff, you all, your company offers free physical samples in many cases, free yep. specs. If it were me, I'd have all that stuff lined up, ready to go. Yeah. I'd have everything, spec samples, virtuals, everything. So when the, and you, as soon as you start seeing things open up like they are, I would start firing that stuff off because you want to be top of mind. There's a lot of people sitting waiting for things to open. And then they're going to be so far behind the eight ball, it's not going to be funny. That's exactly what we did too. Like when, when, when all this sort of first hit, we weren't quite sure what we were going to do before we started selling the face mask. That's really what we did is we doubled down on the perspective stuff just to keep the staff busy so that we didn't have to let anybody go. And uh, I mean, that stuff is now coming in and it's just stacking up and we're ready to start shipping it out to the people that that stuff has come in for. Uh, and they're going to have so much stuff prepared and ready to go for those people that actually took the time to do that. Uh, so just an absolutely amazing, uh, you know, thing for, for those folks to have taken advantage of during that time. Yeah. Um, so uh, just got a couple things that we'll sort of pick in on uh, from Facebook and then we'll sort of start to wrap things up. But, uh, you know, there's a couple of people that said uh, Jeremy Picker uh, chimed in and said that he loves the idea of, uh, you know, possibly trying out direct mail. He says he's never really done it. Uh, but would love to do that. Uh, Jeremy Witt says, uh, call me paranoid, uh, but right now during the pandemic, he's wearing gloves to opening his mail, uh, regular mail or even packages. Uh, completely understandable. You should still sanitize everything, but you know, it doesn't change the fact that direct mail is still going to be, uh, you know, certainly relative. Um, so anyhow, uh, any, any closing remarks from, from any of you folks? Bill, how about we start with you? I have no closing remarks at this time. That was a closing <laughs> other than, remark, Bill. Other than to use direct mail. Uh, and there's a million ways you could do it. You could reach out to people like Cliff, people like me, people like everybody on this uh, webinar. There's a million people who will give you that help. Even in the promotional products professionals page on Facebook, just ask for some help. People will give you great ideas. 100%. Steven? Yeah. Um, no, I just appreciate the talk and I, I'm excited to see kind of what, what happens. I, I love the idea. You know, everyone's doing the welcome back stuff for their employees. Love that idea of just sending something that's waiting on their desk and they open it up and it says, Hey, welcome back, you know, from, from your company. I mean, how cool would that be? And yeah, that so is I a just really think, cool idea. I, I think we just need to be, continue to be creative and use direct mail as, as an awesome resource. We've said it a hundred times, but using promo to sell promo works, you know, we just have to have confidence in it. Absolutely. Meg Erber, closing remarks. Uh, yeah. The last thing I want to say is that, you know, I'm, I might not have been doing my own direct mailing, but I know I was sending out care packages. And I think that's another point you can do. Just letting some of your better customers or all your customers even know that you're thinking about them, just sending them, you know, sending out a t-shirt and a hoodie or a pair of lounge pants and a t-shirt, something that was tangible that they can wear while they're working from home. Um, so I think just by reaching out in general, you know, sending them something that's not just a flat envelope, something that is going to stand out, they're going to open up, just lets them know that you're thinking about them. So try to stay away from emails. The emails are just, they're just being so inundated right now with, with constant flood of emails about PPE and, Hey, we're open during the COVID and explaining what COVID is. Everyone's so sick of hearing about it. It's going on 10 weeks. Let's do something different. This is, this is our time guys. This is our time. Don't go up in Troy's proverbial bucket. Cliff, question for you. Have you watched Goonies? What's, what's COVID? <laughs> of course he has. <laughs> You've watched it. You, I need to know because the two over I there are. Yeah. Thank you. 
Thank you. It's the rite of passage. So yeah. Two of these people have not. All right, Cliff. So any any I know you've already dropped a ton of knowledge bombs on us, but uh, any last minute nuggets you want to share before we jump off? No, just uh, you know everybody, uh, as Meg said, you know stay engaged with your folks, and uh, just I do want to say um, thank you, and I mean this sincerely that I'm I'm blessed to have you all as my friends and a lot of your listeners that are out there. And it's uh, very meaningful for me to be able to participate and share. Um, so, you know, just thank you for giving me the opportunity. It's a privilege. And um, I, I want to just thank you. Sorry, I have to yeah. leave early. No, no problem the, at all. The, the honor's ours. Totally get it. And uh, just one last comment from Mandy Rudd, because I think it was a good one. We're all in the promo industry. And uh, we get excited when we get a box. So just think about how excited civilians get when they get a box, uh, you know, with some really good pieces yeah. in it. So absolutely, <laughs> uh, 100%. Well, guys, uh, just real quickly, uh, again, promoshow.com. Check it out. Uh, themed trade show coming up June 23rd. That's Tuesday, June 23rd at 11 a.m. Go to promoshow.com to get more information on that and be there for the Great Outdoors promo show. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. Cliff, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you around. Thanks, guys. All right, all right. See you guys. Take care. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.